Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 244. See? Yeah, no, out of the gate. Yeah, Again, right of the yeah, gate. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, I know. 244. Our uh, guests come in, and I'm just like, ugh, we gotta do this. Oh, no, and, you turn it on when oh, it's bam. game time. I don't give a shit until there's a red light rolling or I'm on a stage. Until that time, everything else is useless. Forget it. This is where daddy lives and breathes, yeah. right here. <laughs> Right here when the mic's right. hot. And then the 60, mic hot, I go. Then 60 minutes, crash. Yeah, then I'm out. <laughs> but we have an amazing show today. We're yes. going to be talking about a lot of, you know, a lot of, not a lot of movies came out. So we've been catching no. up on our indies. We're going to be talking mm-hmm. about The Drop, Video Games, The Movie, St. Vincent, uh, Life Partners, and Obvious Child. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got some very special guests we'll be introducing in a moment. It's going to be delicious. Uh, another More first-time guests. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, so everyone out there listening, I don't know if you've noticed this, but we've been making a concerted effort to get a bunch of first-time guests. Regardless of the quality. Regardless- <laughs> Great intro. Yeah. These guys are dead weight, but you've never heard them on the show before, so their only appearance. This is just the worst intro you could ever. Some guys. Let's hope they don't blow. They've never been here, so we can't be responsible uh, for it. Yeah. We, everyone, they're not all home runs, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so let's... What's no, up? but we have been making an effort to get... Uh, new new people into the uh, Gargoyle Garage. Into the Gargoyle Garage, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to start a new segment today. We are. Oh, new we? people in the Gargoyle Garage. <laughs> That's well... Well, then we've been doing that for a yeah, while. Yeah. Um, but we, one of the things I wanted to mention, too, real quick, is uh, we're getting a couple of tweets, and people are like, some of you are leaving iPhones and iOS devices and saying, hey, I can't find you. Are you going to be on Stitcher? And the answer is no, we will never nope. be on Stitcher, because they, they take, people's, take content. people's content, put it on, sell ads, and kind of never tell you. Yeah, and so, then don't uh, pay the, the content. Yeah, and don't then don't okay, pay the content creators. So we will never be on Stitcher. Um, but what we're telling people on Android is we do have an app. Mm-hmm. Where you could go on Amazon, it's only a dollar ninety nine, and you could get all the episodes, all of the old episodes, including bonus content. So if you're not on um, iOS, you don't want to deal with iTunes. You can get the app on um, Amazon mm-hmm. for uh, Android, and there is, of course, an iTunes app too for a uh, dollar ninety nine. Boom. Book it. Speaking of booking it, uh, I want to thank everybody that came out to the show at Hawaiian Brian's in Oahu. And James Mane and Shane and there was another, oh God, I forget the name of the other guys that opened for me. You guys were all great yeah. and I appreciate. Johnny Luau. <laughs> Johnny Luau. God, is he amazing. That closing bit he does with the fire, With the ukulele. With the ukulele is just amazing. Um, oh, it was a lot of fun. Showstopper. Showstopper. And so thank you for that. And thank you to everybody on the island of Oahu for being wonderful. And all of the waves that I surfed, I thank you. (laughs) It was so great. I was surfing yesterday morning and then flew back to this godforsaken hellhole. (laughs) And I just got to say that I did get upgraded, so I didn't have to sit with the filth and the Ben coach. So I surfed and then sat in first class. And I just want people to know that that. This does make me better than you. And I, <laughs> so I'm not, I said that to someone and they're like, because I was trying to just be like, oh, I was so cool. They're like, oh, it must be hard, Mr. Surfing. So I'm going to go the other way instead of being hum- humble and just go, yeah, mm-hmm. in your fucking dumb face, you non surfing asshole living in a stupid part of the world. I got to do something great. Speaking of dumbness, let's bring out our guests. <laughs> <laughs> they surf. They surf. <laughs> They surfed their way here yeah. <laughs> and across the San Fernando Valley. 
I think when um, we do late late afternoon episodes, I'm a little more surly than in the morning. Yeah, I noticed that too. And uh, but the thing about our guests too, which is interesting, is they also hate traveling with filth, <laughs> which is which is weird. They they had a rider in their contract to appear on this podcast. Well, they were transported here on one of those carts that they used to carry, like uh, the emperor in, you know. <laughs> Where there'd be like four people that walking, so mm-hmm. yeah, they walked across the Hollywood Hills to get here. <laughs> um, and I think there's some sort of dog bowl that these transport people are drinking out of right now. I don't care as long as our guest got here safely. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the creators of the thrilling adventure hour, um, sans their servants, uh, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Now. Now, yeah, now, 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 you can talk. You can talk. Yes. Now you can talk. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Sit down. Please. Yeah. Please. I love the idea that someone is drinking out of a dog bowl. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'll be stealing that. Well, that's how you, that's how you treat them. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You know, you've flown first class. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so great. I mean, we need poor people to do like dirty tasks or whatever. But other than that, I think it's, it's, it's they great. They prefer poppers. Oh, yeah. whatever. Sure. I mean, we need them to build. They're real picky. Yeah, they they're choosers now. <laughs> Listen, it's the season of giving. Be sure to give to your local charity. <laughs> but get a receipt. <laughs> Definitely get a yeah, receipt. Yeah, that's a tax write-off. Yeah, yeah, write that shit mm-hmm. off. Um, I say <laughs> Thank this. you for setting the bar so high. Thank <laughs> <laughs> him as if he's some waves. <laughs> <laughs> These two pieces of crap. <laughs> I don't know how they got in. <laughs> guys snuck in. I appreciate to it. the garage. No. We don't have anything to prove now. <laughs> That's what we do. I'm not like these yeah. guys are the best, and then right. you're then you're like, oh shit, there's all this pressure. <laughs> no, yeah, this yeah, is no. ideal. Yeah, we are. Yeah, 21 on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not top 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's it is cool to have you guys here, and we uh, we interviewed you for earbuds, which was awesome. Um, and, and I run into Ben a lot at uh, Meltdown, uh, buying comics. Which one? Me? You? Yes. Yeah, they're both <laughs> I know it gets a little uh, complicated. But <laughs> Twins. We can use our yeah. last names. That's yes. Acker. Mm-hmm. The voice you hear now is Blacker. Nice. We'll make it easy. For Acker you. and right. Blacker. I like it. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point arrows. In, yeah, in podcasting order. <laughs> yeah. And Acker <laughs> and Blacker. But um, we were, uh, yeah. We, so we interviewed you guys for Earbuds and big fans of the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, really it's fun it's podcast. Great. And it was one of those podcasts, too. That um, it's like what Podworld was kind of needing. It's like you have all these shows, interview type shows, but you know, an old timey radio show that's very postmodern is like, oh, great, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. And you guys obviously must have listened to those many, many hours, many, many hours of old time radio shows. Uh, were you guys big <laughs> fans before uh, of those shows before you started doing the podcast? Nope, no, <laughs> uh, not really. We um, yeah. when we did very little research. Uh, it was more about what we figured that they probably were like, based on seeing Radio Days. And, um, <laughs> it was kind of like, what is the the collective imagination of these mm-hmm. old-time radio shows? And it happened to line up pretty well. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely it does. Um, yeah, yeah. We did a thing where we, we taught kids to write their own radio mm-hmm. plays. And Blacker used to be a teacher, so he uh, prepped and mm-hmm. like had clips and played the Lone Ranger for these kids. And it was only then that I realized that just by doing it and, and logic, the, the way it laid out, just in the introduction between sound effects and um, narr- narration and the theme, the scoring, like 
the way they did it and the way we did it just lined up. Right. And it was right. like, yeah. oh, yeah, we, of course we, we planned figured that. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like uh, yeah. Since starting, since doing the show, we've been doing the show 10 years now. And since mm-hmm. in that time, we've gone back and listened to a lot of old-time radio mm-hmm. and have become fans. Uh, but yeah, it was always kind of like, you know, what do we think the adventure stories of these eras were and how do we play in that? Well, the great thing is you've got the flexibility of like, well, okay, I'll do a science fiction one. Now it's yeah. an adventure. Now it's horror. I can do mm-hmm. whatever I want. And, you yeah. you know, you follow these storylines, um, you know, whenever you want, basically. it's. Uh, uh, but what, what I, I wanted to ask you, you had mentioned this before, and I, I, I want to get a little more into it. You have one storyline, Tales from the uh, Black Lagoon. Yes. And, um, but... You said that was actually based on actual memoirs? Oh, then I was lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, no, it was not. It was based on no, no research. Um, <laughs> but in the first, like, after we start, we, we did, like, the first episode, and in, in it, it's Angela Lansbury is the seductress. And right. It's 1954, so mm-hmm. that was cool, like, when she was sleeping around a lot. And uh, people were like, is it true? Was she sleeping around a lot? Angela Lansbury slept around a lot? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably, I mean, probably. Let's just assume yes. Yeah, still right? does. But it was, yeah. but it was really, it was really satisfying to be like, Jesus. absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. we we researched the shit out of this. Really funny because um, there it has that weird hint of like, yeah, I could see that happening in a Hollywood Hills party mm-hmm. uh, with Clayton Moore, and uh, yeah. The idea was always in Hollywood, truth is stranger than fiction. So the presump- the presumption that you know any of these things could have happened. Uh, in 1950s Hollywood uh, was entertaining to us. Yeah. And they, yeah. they, that era of Hollywood was, I mean, it was all weird. Like in the 30s oh, sure. and 40s, they did crazy shit. Granted, you, mer- you never may find out how close you may actually have gotten. <laughs> sure. But, uh, but I'm sure there's some parallels. To Someone's going to just show up at like one going, of your how shows. Did you know? Til, Til, how did you Lensbury know? Till Lensbury comes after yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing I'm hoping for muscle. most is the Lugosi... Karloff, we uh, we said that their rivalry was the work of uh, the press or their publicists, and that they were mm-hmm. really uh, in the most romantic affair uh, <laughs> of, of the of the whole fifties. <laughs> That's so. Um, how long does it take you guys to write one of these shows and produce it and put all that up? And we the, we should say the show is performed monthly at Largo here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, uh, as well as we we've been touring it a bunch the past year and a half. Um, I would say it takes us about two weeks all told to put it together. Um, yeah, the, a couple of, a couple of days too long, like yeah, <laughs> three days too many. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's you know between Ben and I sitting down and breaking it, and then going off and writing the episodes and passing them back and forth, and then I feel like the, it's the casting that takes forever. Yeah, because we have takes, our wish list, yeah. and then it's like who can we get to, and we wound up with. Amazing cast. We have a core cast of about 12, 15 people who are mm-hmm. unbelievably great. And, and then we scheduling get scheduling too. Yeah, we yeah. get this guest cast who are always amazing and fantastic, but man, they are hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, let's, uh, you want to go to some movies? Like, I, I want to hear about this The Drop movie. Okay. What is this? The Drop. Uh, let me bring this up on IMDb. Uh, this film actually was, um, I saw it on the plane last night. Um, and it, 
I was like, I didn't know anything about this movie. But to be clear, this movie only played in first class, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what those animals were watching back in coach, Chris, and I don't care. Um, Just three company reruns. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what they had to do. I mean, I'm sure they're like, got to sleep with one eye open in case somebody tries to shank you or whatever happens. Oh, yeah. A row of passengers back yeah. there sleep like ducks. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. someone on either side has their outer eye open. Exactly. And they switch sides. <laughs> and they- and they have a zoetrope they have to share. Yes, yes. I don't oh, yeah, know. It's a lot of watching a horse running around <laughs> yeah. back there. It's, uh, it's expensive. Yeah, I guess. I'm yeah. only theorizing because okay. I don't go back there. I don't <laughs> look back there um, because, you know, it might hurt my eyeballs. Um, so the drop. The drop. The, 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 the drop. Um, uh, okay, this came out in September of this year. I don't remember it at all. Uh, it has Tom Hardy, James Gandolfini, and Numi Rapace. And it's really amazing. Like, it is... Tom Hardy, uh, they're they're basically in this, like, uh, I think Brooklyn neighborhood. And he is a bartender at James Gandolfini's bar. And it's a, it's a like, a, a mob drop joint, like, where they, they drop cash. Um... So, like in the title, like exactly the title <laughs> makes sense. Um, and so, what happened is then a robbery goes bad, and then these uh Chechenian mafia guys come in and they want to know where their money's at, and it kind of unravels this whole thing. And in the middle of that, um, uh, Tom Hardy, who plays this sort of quiet, unassuming guy, finds a uh, a pit bull puppy in the garbage can of Nomi Rapace is place, and they strike up a relationship, and he's really wants to protect this dog, and you kind of reveal more and more about who Tom Hardy is in this, and it was a really amazing and engaging film. The director is this guy; uh, he's got some umlauts in it. So Mikhail Roskam, sure, I'm sure I got nowhere close at all. Um, <laughs> And he hasn't done much, and so that was it. Was just it was just fascinating to me, um, you know. John Ortiz plays this uh, cop. Uh, it was just really it was a really cool little film, and I just kept going. How come I like b- barely heard anything about this? Like, was it? In, I don't remember it even in the theaters. Like, no, I've never heard of it. Um, and I was like, did it come out a couple years ago? No, it came out this year apparently. So I really I would look for it. It's called the drop distribution issues. Probably. I have two questions about this film, mm-hmm. if I may. Uh, I don't know if a guest is allowed to ask questions. Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Shut the fire hole. Is the floor open to questions? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have the conch. Um, so you enjoyed this movie. Yes, sir. Do you think you enjoyed it more because you watched it in first class? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, I, of like, course. The airplane effect, has, like, I will watch most pieces of shit in, on an airplane and kind of enjoy it. That's a great point. There's th- that's a great point. Good job. On a, on a plane, if... It's if the it, only reason the RoboCop remake got good. You know. <laughs> that's right. Everybody <laughs> I'm in a comfortable yeah. chair, so it goes into yeah. the theory of when I go to my favorite AMC dine-in movies in the marina. Yeah, it's have, already one star before you see the movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the, they have... Oh, God, I've talked about this Oh, that place is great. It's the I've best in the world. I saw the Wolverine movie there, mm-hmm. um, and I sat through the whole thing because I was you there. Can, <laughs> I've seen horrible movies there. I've been like, you know, it wasn't that bad. 
Because she's like, Graham, what theater did you see it in? Like, well, the food was good. Yeah. Um, and it so reclined. I, I'm just, my feet, got, my feet were uh, suspended. It was just gorgeous. I can and have a beer me. at eleven o'clock and watch this crappy movie. Yeah, done. And they yeah. gave me a blanket. They gave. <laughs> so, I would say, no. I, I would say, yeah. I mean, yes. It's like, uh, well, this. I think this this movie is good on its own. Take right. it out of first class. <laughs> I would have liked this movie if, if more than one person had seen it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the rarity of it. The rarity makes it of more it. Valuable. Yeah, I mean, I would have watched this in Coach. All right. Is that, is that oh, yeah. okay? Oh yeah, that answers the question. You would have gone to Coach to watch it. No, I would Certainly. not have gone to Coach to watch it. I'm not an animal. Right. Um, <laughs> My other question is. Uh, can we talk about Tom Hardy? Yeah. What's his deal? Is he a movie star? I barely here's, know who Here's who, he who is. I think he is. Yeah. And he isn't. That guy who played Magneto, young Magneto. No, he's definitely not that. I know. He but was that's Bane, who I think right? he is. He's Bane. Yeah, he's Bane. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah Bane. he's Bane. All right. Here's the thing. That's with, all I know him. Here's the thing with Tom Hardy. You know how Hardy. you're going to know, you know who you're going to know him as soon? Mad Max. Am I? Yeah. I think we don't know each other what? very well. <laughs> what side of Thunderdome do you think he's going to be in? Unless he was in the original Mad Max. No, I'm not. <laughs> that new Mad Max movie I, looks amazing. I, well, here's the was thing. Was he in Lincoln? <laughs> That's somebody else's bit. That's somebody else's. I recognize him from Doug Benson's bit about Bane and Lincoln. Oh, there you go. Bane and Lincoln. Uh, let me, sidebar here. Mm-hmm. Is the new Mad Max directed by George Miller? Yes. I'm in. Yeah. I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Big Pig in the City is so good, right? <laughs> Virtually the same movie. Is. He yeah. has been in all these sort of smaller parts. Like I'm, I'm going to just read. Like he was in Inception. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> That's a tie-in. Yeah, exactly. he was in Band of Brothers. Right, he was in. I can't remember that far back. He was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Couldn't get through it. He was in um, This Means War, which is only like sort of. Fluffy. Is that Chris Pine? Yeah, the him and Chris Pine. Wow, nice. Um, he was in uh, Lawless, and then The Dark Knight Rise. He played Bane, and then he was in another cool little indie film called Lock, and which dr- people love. People yeah, keep yeah. recommending that, that to me. The, in so the, car. Yeah. the car, yeah, the phone booth in the yeah. car, yeah, phone booth in the car, yeah, <laughs> it's phone booth on wheels. Die <laughs> hard in the front seat, <laughs> yeah, buried in a phone booth in a car, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the pitch. That was the pitch for it. Die hard in a glove compartment. Die hard in a glove box. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. To me, he's like, I wonder if he, I get the feeling like, and maybe I could be completely long, that he's a little sort of a Daniel Day-Lewis type in the sense that he's like, I'm only going to do the, like, I think, I don't know, like, he, he's sort of this combination of Daniel Day-Lewis and like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Or like, like he I all, thought he was like a, a like action-y guy, though. Like, isn't he, yeah, like, again, I right? only know Bane, so. He has done some of that stuff, but again. Interesting. He's done some hardcore drama stuff, too. I thought he was, like, a Daniel Day-Lewis meets Jason Statham. Kind of, but, I mean, like, he yeah, did the movie, he movie Warrior, that, yeah. which was the mixed martial arts movie, but then uh-huh. here he was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spies, this very sort of subdued person. I mean, like. Interesting. Uh, it's it's really, I don't know. He, he he's You look at his, you look at his IMDb. And you go, it's really interesting. I think it is, he's in a, a very solid actor. And he, we're just starting to kind of mm-hmm. see where he's going to go. And I think this movie, the drop, like Locke and the Drop, were sort of like, wow. Because hmm. he obviously, with The Dark Knight Rises, I'm sure it's like, 
he could just go, okay, Jason right. Statham, let's book it. Yeah. I just get my well, personal trainer. The Dark Knight Rises with Lock and the Drop, he realized, oh, I'm out of marketing money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> neither one of those movies have gotten pushed at all mm-hmm. or marketed at all. Which is so weird because I'm, I'm sure it's like, and that was the problem that he readily, that he accepted with Bane, which is, I'm sure it might have, I don't know this, for, but my guess is it was pitched to some high name, big name actors and they went, wait, I got to run around with a mask and so no <laughs> one's going to know who I am? Forget it. Huh. And, and I, and I got to follow Heath Ledger? No way. Yeah. And yeah, he went, right. yeah, put a fucking mask on me. Let's do it. I'll get bigger and stronger than I've ever been. <laughs> And and do amazing acting with that mask on. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm a huge fan. And then create a voice that comedians will be doing for the next ten years. God bless you, sir. <laughs> God bless you. Um, All right, so, Let, now, guys, let's keep an eye on this Tom yeah. Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here last, probably. <laughs> probably yeah, yeah. Not, definitely not first. Um, I want to talk about a movie, video games. The movie. This what? came out. Um, it had a very limited release. It, it's just hitting um, some a little bit of limited release and uh, streaming, and it's a documentary on the history of video games. But it's more. It's like um, Morgan Spurlock's um, Comic Con documentary. It's more like a fan made the movie, and it's uh, there's some great archival footage of like uh, old Atari twenty six hundreds being manufactured and like all old eighties arcade footage and. It's all grainy because there's no way any of that footage survived and is able to be transferred to HD. So it's really cool. If you grew up um, playing video games in the arcade and had an Atari 2600, it's like a nostalgic look at video games. I wouldn't call it a hard-hitting expose by any, uh, by any stretch of I the imagination. I heard Atari and Coleco <laughs> were sleeping <laughs> Um, but it had some money behind the it. The dirty like, secret. Zach Braff was one of the producers, and um, Sean so Astin narrated it. And it might, I don't know if it got kickstarted <laughs> or not, but maybe. Um, uh, and also, uh, Will Wheaton you know, has a, a little cameo in it. He does some interviews. And then, of course, Chris Hardwick does some interviews. If any, anything nerd culture. I thought you were going to say, and of course, Pac-Man. Yeah, <laughs> Pac-Man's <laughs> they, in. They found the... Blinky, Blinky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clyde. So... Um, it, it, they it's, couldn't track down Clyde. Yeah. Well, he had, he had bone cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Clyde has bone cancer. That's why we haven't seen him much at all. Yeah, he's ghost. I know. He always used to be on Letterman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now he can't. Now we can't do it. Uh, so, not to get too deep, but what it, happens when a ghost dies? Yeah. Oh. Becomes alive. Oh, he becomes a human. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize anyone had the answer. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> wow, we've answered the Tom Hardy thing. Yeah, now we've no, got the ghost issue. Hard hitting episode, you guys. Dropping a lot of knowledge down. Enjoy your Peabody <laughs> when it comes. <laughs> yeah, we you make 60 minutes look like 22 minutes. That's right, bitch. What happens I, when I, a vampire bites a zombie? Oh, good that point. would never happen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Could be an accident. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you're right, you're right. I didn't think of accidents. It could be sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. It could be making fun of another vampire. Right. Look at what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. You're all right. This could happen. I'm and I think you're going to like the new Mad Max movie. You heard it here first. We are predicting 2015 yeah. today. <laughs> So, and we're going to do all 365 days. So yeah. stay tuned. <laughs> you get used to it. All right. <laughs> January 3rd. Um, so this is the kind of movie, if you're into video games and if you're a gamer, you will enjoy it. It's not the kind of movie where you go, well, I'm not really into video games. And then you go, oh, my God, there was so much I didn't know. That mm-hmm. won't happen with this movie. Okay. Um, it, it you really... won't sound like an old-timey dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. It's a me. I'm Mario. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. Old timey dude likes to go to an Italian restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and become an elderly lady? Like an old Italian lady? Mario. What? Oh. Me, Mario. Oh. See, got it. Uh, uh, but, but they go through so, uh, the... the they go no, through, we're not cutting yeah, that out. No, no, we don't edit anything. It's, um, it's only Just if something's horribly offensive do we cut it out. But it may still happen. Uh <laughs> It was one of those movies where you, um, like, you see, like, there's a lot of interesting history in the, um, the the time frames of when video games, the rise and fall of Atari, and everything is just kind of barely touched on. Like how E.T. destroyed the Atari 2600, and executives came in and had no idea how to make video games, and everything started tanking, and, uh, and then there was a resurgence um, with the Nintendo. The, um, the Nintendo, what was interesting is, the retailers were so burned on video games from like Atari disintegrating that Nintendo actually had trouble getting their machine in stores to sell video games. So wow. stuff like that was kind of interesting. And then it goes through the resurgence and then the um, uh, renaissance, basically, of video games and storytelling, how they're, they're making far more money than movies, music, anything else right now. And how the next generation and like what's to become, they think virtual reality is going to be the next uh, step in the evolution of video games because we had it a while back, didn't really work. No, didn't yeah, it didn't really work. And now they're saying that no, get ready, mm-hmm. phase two of virtual reality. <laughs> and this is going to be the one. Mm, okay, we'll see. Yeah, but it's a it's a really fun movie. It, it's if you're a gamer and you're a video game fan, definitely check it out. Um, but it's it's light. It's a light documentary. It just kind of gives you an overview of everything. I have a question, a follow-up question, and then one more question. Okay, but hold on. One, <laughs> this isn't one, a press conference. But what just, what just one second before you do that. Mr. It's President, a me, Mr. Mario. <laughs> Mr. Mario, Mr. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you enjoyed this movie? I did. Follow-up question. Are you a video gamesman? I am. I'm a, I'm a gamesman. Follow-up question to that question. Uh, what is your system? Uh, PS3. Okay. Uh, now my second question. Should I get a PlayStation 4? Uh, what do you have right now? I want to watch Powers. I have nothing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you could get away with the PS3. <laughs> All right. No. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because that PlayStation Network works on both. I came here to yeah. learn. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the most questions we've ever had asked yeah. on an episode. This but is they're, sincere. they're sincere. They're sincere. They're good. Like, they're I have good. a series of onomatopoeias. I want to yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't listen to the Dana Gould episode. Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to it on the way here. It's really good, right? Yeah. It was yeah. Our, uh, we took a, a class in it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They, he was say, they were saying all the uh, all those classic horror movies, and I was like, yeah. I know who directed them. Uh-huh. But but I have uh, a mnemonic device. We met at Syracuse University at a uh, horror film class. Oh, Which awesome. was like a survey of the history of horror films and then some theory. Uh, so that episode you guys <laughs> did with Dana was so up our alley. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. That was such a great episode because that is, Chris and I both, you know, left that episode going. That was the one genre he and I are not that up on. So it was educational for us to hear Dana oh, just like, Go on, rattle off, rattle off all movies, this yeah. stuff. It was, it was, that was a very cool episode. But um, this isn't comedy, comedy film nerds, nerds. So <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's go. You want to go to uh, St. Vincent? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was just sorry. It. They were, uh, they were gesturing. They were doing semaphore oh, over okay. there and it distracted me. <laughs> it was nearly a high five that happened. <laughs> I didn't want to blow out your mics. It fell apart. For your super-powered high-five. Wow. He's generally against them. So you guys both saw St. Vincent. No. I did not. I did. You did. Okay. All right. Acker, go. What'd you think? (laughs) It was was fine. Um, 
there's a thing in these um, Bill Murray movies lately where he's a sad old man. Right. And this is the first mm, one where they... In the movies? That I know of. Yeah. I, no one would ever believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this one was the first one where they were like, we need to make sure to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I didn't need that. But it was like, I'm sorry, I'm starting... Right in the right towards the end of the movie. Oh, real quick, no spoilers. That's the only rule here. All right, that you guys asked her. Yeah, yeah. No, don't spoil any endings. Uh, It was fine. It was um, everybody in it was really good. Uh, The kid that it hung on, like Mm -hmm. this is going to be good or bad Mm -hmm. uh, if this kid is good and good or bad, and the kid was really good. Oh, cool. uh, It was nice. It was like a manipulative tearjerker Mm -hmm. uh, in a way that works and is Mm -hmm. charming and didn't uh, you know overstay. In a way that you know all movies do, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you love the story of casting Bill Murray in a film. Now he got rid of all his agents, managers. There's like a phone number you call, maybe, or he'll call you back. Maybe he won't. I heard this. This one was like he ended up like driving the director to like two hours to a golf game that he was that he Bill Murray was playing, telling him all the notes that he had, and going, "Is that cool? Like, we'll do this stuff." And the director's like, "You're still you're." Bill Murray, right? And he's like, "Yeah, he's okay." And then, uh, and then they made this, and then they made the movie. Like, and he didn't hear about it. like he he didn't hear after that. Like, there was nothing the signed. Didn't. The director right. didn't. It was not until like we're going to shoot in two days, and he said yes. So I hope he, uh, I hope he shows up because uh, he got all these cameras and uh, everybody's everybody signed everything. And then he showed up, and they made a movie. Oh, that's great. Yeah. See, that kind of stuff is like this whole. Bill Murray. Just the mystique of him making a movie is awesome. It's awesome. And now he's just like, he's just photobombing people at bachelor parties or whatever. Like, he's yeah. just like out there going, you know what? I'm going to really enjoy being Bill Murray. Every story you hear about him is super awesome. But if you were like really close with him, I feel like you'd be really worried about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for sure. Oh, do you, uh, we're having dinner with Bill. Oh, he's not here. He's three states over managing a baseball team. Right. Because <laughs> he felt like it. You know, like. Yeah, if you had a friend who was acting that way, yeah. you'd be very concerned. He's covering people's eyes in public. Like my friend Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about him. <laughs> Those are real crystal skulls. <laughs> Ever since Dr. Detroit. Yeah. Uh, your friend Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Right, because no one could really know Dan Aykroyd. Right, you can never know. It's always doing the old guy from Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, this is weird. Why is he doing Morgan that? Freeman? <laughs> yes. No, he plays her, her, her husband, yes. right? Is this another one of, one of your God, 2015 uh, calls? Yep, yeah. book it. Yep, Driving Miss Daisy oh, is going to make the big, a comeback. The high-action reboot of Driving Miss Daisy. Starring Dan Aykroyd as yeah. the old guy. And Denzel Washington. As, as Gary Oldman. <laughs> And Jim Belushi. Yeah. That's Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good. And Jason Statham. In. Oh, sure. Driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Common sequel. Sure. Common sequel. Yeah. Because it's a heist. Yeah. It's a heist. It's a heist, it's a heist <laughs> film. Um, I'm trying to drive you to the store. <laughs> Is that your Morgan Freeman or your Jason Statham? <laughs> Jason Statham as Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. I do a spot on. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank he you. can't do an American accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Rule I, number one: don't open the package. I do. Yes, rule number package. two: don't look in the trunk. And rule number three: I um, think you passed the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Twenty fifteen. Look for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw Saint Vincent too. I liked it. Um, 
It's fine. I, it's fine. I actually like the showing me why he was a mean old dude because mm-hmm. to me it was like growing up I had a couple people like that in my neighborhood like there's this old woman and if you stepped on her grass she would watch in the window and you'd come home from school and if anyone touched her lawn she'd come out and cause this big thing and I was a kid you're like whatever she's mean And but what was her story why was she that way probably had something horrible her you wife know? was in a home yeah I mean like something like that you know yeah. what I mean like so to me I was like that's cool and and, and, um, and yeah like you say all the other actors were great and then Neil wrote a review of this as well. Yes, there's a, there's a great review on the site uh, right now. You could check By out Neil Neil's perspective. Uh, Neil T. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Neil, Neil from the young ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's <laughs> fun. He writes for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good guy. writer. Good guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's really cool. He's really easy to work with. He's a regular guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he comes over here all the time. <laughs> he's great. He's great. Good guy. Brought Lenny from Motorhead with him one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah, yeah. We played. Uh, we played Risk. We played Risk. Yeah. Um, get their story straight. I think yeah. they played Risk. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was so recommended. I should yeah, yeah, recommend. Saint recommend Vincent. It. When Saint the screener Vincent. comes, I should watch it. Yeah, yes, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. You should. It's coming. And then there's also a review of uh, Birdman by Laura House uh, on the site as well. Yes, and it uh, slightly different uh, take than you had. Yeah, I was. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I should say this because more uh, than slightly, I think a, a guy, a fan on Twitter, uh, Dave Wilder, and his Twitter handle is at Juno J U N E A U seventy nine. He said he was dis- he thinks Birdman is is like the best movie of 2014 and was disappointed that I didn't like it that much. So I want to clarify a little bit. Um, it wasn't the best movie of 2014. No, it wasn't. I didn't I don't think so at all. Um but I know the episode where we were talking about it. Um I mean, I, you saw it in Coach, let's I be saw, fair. Yeah, so already it's already gotten it's already coming in a minus a star and a half and it's got to work its way past that. <laughs> No. It's a movie full of garbage people made for, <laughs> yes, made yes, for diaper is. babies. Oh, God, they're the worst. These mouth breathers. Um, so I, uh, I'll i say this. One of the things, and I, and I had a discussion with this, uh, with Keith Blomberg, uh, you know, who's producer for Earbuds with us. The DP does amazing stuff. There's all these continuous tracking shots, which are amazing. I really liked, I liked all the performances. I just, just felt like... It just didn't resonate. It didn't resonate, and I felt sort of they deceived me a little bit with the trailer and maybe this isn't the, this isn't the filmmaker's fault. It's the studio or the marketing department's fault where they, I thought it was going to be more about his, you know, the voices that he hears from the Birdman guy. Well, that's, you know, in, in another, um, in another area in a screening room, Tom Hardy is going, well, that's where my marketing budget went. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, exactly. Tom, why Tom Hardy yeah. would be there is just, well, that's an awesome well, question. He goes to, to see everything. Yeah. yeah no, he was, <laughs> oh, well, he's accounting for his marketing budget, yeah. Yeah. which is on every screen in so, town. Except he his. goes to every so. film. <laughs> it's like 83 cents of my marketing budget in this Birdman movie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, I, and I think it seems like, uh, uh, as Acker just said, Birdman, uh, mm-hmm. The Birdman film is definitely there's a split on it. People are like, Neh, or it was amazing. Yeah. So read Laura House's review because it's actually she goes into a lot of other uh, Michael Keaton, Keaton films and mm-hmm. 
That's cool. So Great. there you go, Dave Wilder. I hope that explained Get it. Get another perspective on this. I still liked it, Dave, but you know. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about Dave? I feel about Dave. Your um, your tweet was not the best tweet of 2014. <laughs> it's my favorite. Game. It was your favorite. No, no, no. My favorite game is reviewing reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, this review started strong and then left me cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two stars. Um, let's two do uh, life partners from this review. Oh, oh we're still in theaters. Yes, yeah. we are. Um, I partners. watched this film called Life Partners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cry about <laughs> it. <laughs> are you going to sing a song? In this? <laughs> 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 this Hold on. Um, this film uh, was uh, co-written and directed by Susanna Fogel, uh, who um, full disclosure full disclosure is a friend of ours. Um, and it was, it's available in, it's in theaters, some places, and it's also on demand, which is how I watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it stars Gillian Jacobs, uh, who is phenomenal. Full disclosure, um, she is phenomenal. The film <laughs> is about, uh, a, a, two best friends. Uh, Gillian plays a straight woman and, uh, that chick from Gossip Girl plays a lesbian. <laughs> um, Lighten Not Meester. the one you're thinking of. Yes. Lighten Meester. Mm-hmm. Um, plays a lesbian. Hold on, best did you friends. get that name right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> I'm usually right? about 10%. She's not yeah. the one from the town, right? Wait a minute. Hold on. We're going to back back this up. Lively. Blake Lively. Right. That's Blake the one who it's not. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Leighton Meester. Yeah. yeah. Leighton Meester, who's very good. Um, yeah. And who sounds like you're doing an accent. She was a Meester. Yeah, she was in. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that Mario? Is he back? <laughs> it is a me, Mario. It's a me, a Leighton yeah. Meester. Wow. Mr. Leighton, Mr. Leighton, your briefcase. <laughs> uh, and so about oh, no. what happens to their friendship? <laughs> Uh, when Gillian's character. Was that Mr. Bill from yeah. the old Saturday Night Live? Mine was Untouchables. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you. But it's about time they got mashed up. Yeah, yeah it's time. <laughs> People have been asking for yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend died screaming like a stuck Irish pig. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> That's the Chicago way. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Hand. <laughs> Awesome. So that was good an movie awesome then, then. booyah bays of mashups <laughs> of uh, references there. But you were saying. So uh, the film is about these two best friends and what happens when Gillian's character gets a serious boyfriend. Seth Cohen, right? Seth Cohen, who is eh. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's a good movie. It's an enjoyable movie. It's a short movie, which I am super into. Uh, Gillian Jacobs is so good. She is one of the best actors we have. She does more... Uh, with reacting than most actors do in acting. Mm-hmm. And so she is Which just, is that that's what acting is. Like if you really want to I wouldn't get... know. <laughs> <laughs> not really my You're talking right. to him like he's a trained actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a trained actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an untrained actor. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, write in and tell us who's dumbest. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but use snail mail. Yeah. <laughs> Just a garage. Yeah. yeah. Just, just CFN garage and put postcard. Like the uh, the post office knows. It's like Santa right. Claus. It's like, like yeah, the North yeah. Pole. But better. Because yeah. we exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Children. Uh, oh, <laughs> kids listening, Santa's not real. All oh, right. Oh, you said no spoilers. <laughs> ah! <laughs> now Rosebud we def- was a sled. Now we have to put explicit on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so Jilly, okay. I will say this. You like this About this film. Okay. I enjoyed this film. Uh, and she is excellent. Obviously, anything she does. Um, but, but I felt this way about a number of these independent sort of slice of life films that I've seen, although not the one we're going to talk about next, mm-hmm. um, where I feel like it would be better served as a TV series 
where we could live with these characters mm. for a little while. And like my my one complaint about this movie is there was a they had to do you know a lifetime's worth of relationship between Gillian and Leit and Meister in ninety minutes. In ninety minutes, right. and that's that's a lot to cram in to show mm-hmm. us how they are at the start and how it changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we could have seen it over twelve hours. Well, that, yeah. The yeah. problem with every movie. Yeah. Right. Oh, we need a more time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how are you doing do you more <laughs> horrible accents than I am? This is I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm know. disappointed, I like frankly. Yeah. As a listener, <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> I expect the other way. Um, um, but the the but obvious child, which I I think yes. we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. I was so happy with. Like it was a complete story and it didn't feel like anything was shorthanded in, in those 90 minutes, not even 90 minutes. All right. So go into obvious child. Let's do it. Did you, have you guys seen this? I have not. No, seen we it. haven't oh seen this. Oh my God, one. you guys. It's I great. Know. That's it's what so I, that's great. what I've heard so many good things about. Uh, do you want to talk about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to chew bubblegum. <laughs> Nobody's offered me any bubblegum. Uh, no, it's uh no, you go ahead. Uh, you guys Jen- knew you were going to be on a movie podcast, right? Like, we're talking. <laughs> we watched movies. <laughs> yeah. we, I, I'm ready to, to answer any question. About <laughs> you have to realize, uh, until this week, I had seen three movies this year. And I good. crammed for this podcast. Good for you. Nice. Hear we that? appreciate Other that. comedians have come on our show. And they're like, yeah. hey, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, you guys are the worst. Oh, you're yeah. so dumb oh, with your name studios. names. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do want to talk about horror movies. I'm not going to name names, but anyone that was on this show in year one that's never come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do the math. That is awesome. Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was absolutely uh, Obvious Child is a terrific film. It stars Jenny Slate as a stand-up comedian who, uh, it's it's a romantic comedy about a stand-up comedian who has a one-night stand and then gets pregnant and then is going to abort the child. That's oh, sort wow. of the trappings behind, like the, the trappings that are uh, within the romantic comedy tropes mm-hmm. that are the But is it more of, of a dramedy or is it really a romantic comedy? It's, it's really it's, a romantic yeah, comedy. Yeah, it's a romantic comedy but like everything the 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 beats are like it's real it's it's grounded. Yeah, Got and it. it's given okay. weight by this thing although so this, this thing, thing is, they, they treat this thing like a, it's a real thing you got to oh, deal with not just like ding 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 ding. Yeah, it's not like the abortion in airplane. It's an <laughs> Okay. It's more like It's more like the abortion in Teen Wolf. Yeah. Which watch those cutscenes. Yeah. Poor Booth. It's like a little But where would it fall? Where would it fall regarding Footloose? I've never yeah, seen Footloose. Me neither. It was, Are there a lot of abortions in it? Like a ton? Oh, yeah. they, were, they were Footloose, dude. Yeah, it's, that's all they were wall doing. Wall. Yeah, just wall to wall. Just one scene's a sex scene, the next scene's an abortion. You know what? I'm glad they do a setup and payoff. Yeah. You know, I got a Footloose. Get an abortion. The Sunday juice. Wow. The part in the movie was written for Jenny Slate, and she kind of helped create the character, and she's unbelievably great. She's so great. You saw it this week, you're saying. Uh, I saw it last week, yeah. Right. I saw it months and months and months ago, which is All why right. I don't want to recap it. I'm just you saying. Don't get points. Stop <laughs> asking. I won't recap this movie. You don't have to recap. Just did you like it? Oh, yeah. I really liked it a lot. Okay. She was great. And yeah. uh, the dude uh, from The Office. Yes. The latter seasons of The Office. Uh, if only there was a computer oh, in the room. Who played one of the interns in the latter seasons what do you of want? The Office? Uh, there was... He's a, a handsome young man. Stephen Singer. Has a no. Krasinski-esque quality. A Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit of a Travis Schult type. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> for you Scrubs fans. <laughs> Jake Lacey? No. Probably. Yes, I think so. That, that is, is I think that's his name. And weren't great, yes, he was in the office. That's the kid, Jake yeah. Lacey. And weren't it. great people her parents? Like I want to say Elliot Gould. No. Richard Kind. Richard Kind. Richard Kind. Father. The Elliot Gould and of the cinema. And who played her mother? Her mother was. Who was also great. Uh, was also Richard Kind. <laughs> Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he yeah he did a that Adam Sandler yeah. style. Was it Polly Draper? Yes, it was Polly mm-hmm. Draper. And the scenes of the parents were terrific. Yeah. And think like there were scenes with parents in a way I haven't seen before. Necessarily. Oh, great! Um, it was just a really charming, well-made movie. Uh, and Jenny Slate is phenomenal. Like now, she should be nominated for an Oscar, but that's not how awards work. Now it's right. interesting <laughs> how you said that. Uh, like both these films were like the right length. Like as we all yes. know. A lot of movies are too long. You could cut out Has 15, anyone said 20 minutes. There's a movie that is too short. There's got to be. If we think hard enough, we'll think about a movie that's too short. Probably not, though. I mean, I, I can't. Oh, granted, I can't think of one off. I can't the top think of one where you went. What? Like if an uh, episode they, of Friends was a movie? Yeah, that would be too. <laughs> that would be too short because <laughs> it technically would not be a movie. Yeah. Yeah, with commercials. Yeah, it's only twenty. Oh, with commercials, it'd be it'd be a movie. Yeah. You're right. Um. All right, you know what? That's a good uh, sweet thing to tweet. If you guys Saturday. name name a movie that you guys think is uh, too short, okay, and tweet it to at Comedy Film Nerds and include at Chris J Mancini and at Graham Elwood, and we'll we'll read them off. Yeah, leave us out of it, and yeah. at Ben Blacker <laughs> and at BN. Yeah. please include all of us and then try to fit the title of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, would you please include the hashtag? Sh- this movie was way too short. Yeah. I think, and also a hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, be sure to hashtag it hashtag. So we know to look for that I guess hashtag. pie? The answer is pie? Maybe that'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> the title's too short. <laughs> the title's much too short. What if uh, they thought three Sunday say, Yuma is too short? They're never gonna fit oh, that. That's a long title. God Obvious Child is like um, an hour twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ideal. You're right. Ideal. Perfect. Right mm-hmm. in the sweet wheelhouse. Um, and Life Partners is like an hour thirty, and that was All great. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. All right. All right. So we want to talk. Uh, actually, we have an ad read. Hello. Boom. Read. The lights um, are still on. And this is a. Um, just sit here. This is a. <laughs> yeah. You could type. You could jump in too. Because right. you know what? This is a really good uh, um, ad. Ad. It's a really good ad. It's I think solid. you're really going to like it. <laughs> and um, I would really recommend this ad to you guys. Uh, <laughs> As guys that are <laughs> podcasters or an ad. The idea of commerce. Look yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Capitalism. It's good for all of us. You got an alternative? Good luck, Charlie. All right. All right. You going to read an ad? Brought to be... you by the patriarchy. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's all a right. thing. It's read an ad or be a communist, which is going to be. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Soviet Union lost. Why? <laughs> Didn't do ads. <laughs> So. Better be dead than red. And speaking of that, have you ever recorded episodes <laughs> for the first two weeks? <laughs> so this is a Downcast, and this is a uh, recurring sponsor. We're happy to have them back uh, for another go round of um, sponsorship. This is this is a great app. And it's a great app for podcast, and it has all these fantastic tools where you could change the speed of the podcast. You could um, rate your favorite podcasts and put them in. Um, the order that you want, and right now they are on sale. Oh, the different versions. They are on a sale. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a me, a downcast. <laughs> it won't die. Yeah. <laughs> really hey, that's a spicy meatball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donkey Kong, you got the, the princess again. Oh, wow. <laughs> Came back. Came. Who is that guy? <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah. I think he's friends with the other guy. Oh, yeah, okay. no, no, they're. 
The Alka Seltzer meatball yeah, guy yeah. is now in Donkey Kong. Yeah. Have you noticed that we talk the same? Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, brother, brother, why is a Captain Lou Albano playing me in a kids show? Uh, wow, wow, that There's was four people just got that reference. Anyway, the, the iOS rest of the people yeah. hung this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you do it? Yeah. Well, they gave you a bad read- rating on Downcast. Yeah, <laughs> the I oh, and tell me more about it is on sale. Up on us. Yeah. <laughs> I click. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs down yeah. on their TV for this. I'm going back to the it. 80s so I can hang up on you. Uh, this is. The iOS version is uh, right now $1.99 for the first two weeks in December. Uh, it's normally $2.99, and the Mac version will be $5.99, normally $9.99. Oh, that's a biggest savings! Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's a Fradiano! <laughs> this is really important, guys. The, uh, <laughs> this is really important. Seriously. <laughs> The Mac version of Downcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's sync with the iOS version. <laughs> It's pretty, you put on your dad voice and then did that horrible accent. That was so great. That was I was like, oh wow, Chris maybe is a little mad. Like after the show, he's gonna go, Graham, really? When yeah. we do these, we're trying to do this an ad is longer than obvious. Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you will get pregnant from yeah. it. So this is abortions usually nine ninety nine. Now five ninety nine. Use the code. <laughs> <laughs> Family film so, nerds. This is this is a great app. This is uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's keep doing this we're commercial. Yeah, this great app. It sounds great. Yeah, and we're happy to have Downcast back. Like I said, it, it's perfect for podcasts. Um, this is it's, one. It's it really. This is, yes. this is it. It's perfect for. Um, it's the perfect app for podcasts. It really is. And it's, you can listen to this episode on Downcast. Yes, and, and it's also it's got a lot of the features the you know the Apple one didn't have. So it's, it's a lot of really cool s- stuff on it. And uh, it's cheap. It's really worth it. And check it out, uh, Downcast. And it is on sale for the first two weeks in December. Check it out. Boom, boom, boom. Downcast, do it. Work it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you nailed that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you deaf punked it at the end. Oh, yeah. You got to work it. Okay. You got to work the ad. Well, let's go. Let's (laughs) work the ad. Sure. Work that app. You got to work that app. Oh, work that app. Oh. Um, so let's talk about. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about By Ben way, and Ben. <laughs> now, you guys were talking earlier too about how you guys love old movies and how it also inspired a little bit of um, yes. thrilling adventure hour. Now, what genre of old films do you like the most? I we like all kinds of old movies. You know, I think for me, speaking for myself, you know what, and for Ben, yeah. um, <laughs> thank you. It, I, for us, it's just about a good story well told. You know, I think we tend to like genre stuff. We like mm-hmm. monsters and we like romantic comedies and screwball comedies and, yeah. and noir and yeah, all that stuff. What, what were what, some of your mo- favorite movies from that? Uh, we love a double indemnity. Uh, double indemnity and yeah. His Girl Friday were yeah. Yeah. huge influences for mm-hmm. us, um, and I think it shows in Adventure Falcon? Hour. Maltese Falcon's great, mm-hmm. uh, mostly for the performances. I, and I say that maybe because I read the book before I saw the movie. Ah, and the book okay. is like that. That is a gut punch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we love we like westerns. We, now, is that know. is that you guys both went to film school? You got film degrees from Syracuse, or you? Just- uh, I finished there. He finished at Emerson with a liter- like an English yeah, degree, writing and literature. So you made him leave. Yeah, to finish I, at a different I college. I can't make him do anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> that was indirect. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. I can pass aggress a little. Yeah. Forward an email. Um, no, I, at Syracuse, I was a, a an appreciator of films, mm-hmm. but I hated the process of making them. And especially, like, we were there in the mid-late 90s oh, when we didn't have the right technology. Right. Oh, my, yeah. my best friend at the time was at RISD where they were teaching him how to edit on the Avid and stuff. And we were cutting film with a razor blade and so taping it together. So was I. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. I did it's with film school. Worst. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is really going to catch gonna on teach, and help me get gonna, a job. Yeah. This right. is going to yeah. teach me to have a love of tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and razor blades. Is, yeah. Yeah. This is obsolete in six months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, we took a bunch of film like theory and history classes that yeah. were a lot of fun. Yeah, it was like a literature major, but with yeah. films. Yeah. The, the oh, Steenbeck yeah. machine was the expensive oh, yeah. one in the corner that only the upperclassmen got to use. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I one time edited a film so hard I bust a blood vessel in my eye. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, just, I came out of there with just bloodshot red eye what and the, wow. from just staring happen? at a screen <laughs> all night. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Was, I thought you were going to say the movie punched you. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish it was that effective. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do. I think we saw a lot more movies in you know ten years ago than mm-hmm. we have in the past ten years. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, I think Rushmore was hugely influential to us. Sure. And Brick knocked me out. Yeah. Brick. Oh I mean, yeah. God, yeah. Brick. If you watch it, it's one of those movies. Every time I watch it, I go. Wow, like how they just a suburban film noir. Yeah, it's brilliant. and that they never there's no there's nobody in that movie that's like, um, what right? So they have to slow down and tell you what they no, like. They it's never just, hold your hand, yeah, it's uh, so in good. such a great it's way. So it's so it has so much confidence in the audience, yeah. Yeah, it's, I was actually thinking last night, uh, about like writers and directors who excite me who are making movies now in the way that I got excited about movies when I was first discovering movies, mm-hmm. you know, like. Tootsie was huge for me, and 310 to Yuma. Like, these are great movies. Right. And I feel like Edgar Wright and Ryan Johnson are the only, and I know you would add Wes Anderson, who's mm-hmm. kind of hit or miss for me, but Edgar Wright and Ryan Johnson are the only guys who, like, I will see anything they do. Uh-huh. They have not let me down in anything they've done. And it's always this excitement of getting something new, but the language of film is still there. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these guys know movies but are not beholden to just paying homage to films. All right, fair enough. I like it. Uh, now let's talk about real quick your uh, your comics because now Thrilling Adventure Hour. Um, what did it start as? Just a stage show, or did it yeah. start as a podcast? Like- oh no, it started like the very first. We wrote a feature film of Sparks Nevada Marshall on Mars. Okay, we had a reading of that. That quickly uh, we realized, oh, we can exploit our actor friends by having them read things out loud, and the radio conceit was part of that. It was like. Uh-huh. Uh, they can read it. We don't have to have anybody memorize. We can get right. things on its feet mm-hmm. uh, quick. And so mm-hmm. it, it became a radio show directly, a fake okay. radio show. And then when did you uh, <laughs> when did, did you convert it to a podcast? We did the radio show for five <clears throat> years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea was always that we would record it and put it out as a podcast because that was mm-hmm. starting to happen. Like we were listening to Never Not Funny. Mm-hmm. I think Doug Loves Movies too, right? Was uh, around? Was it? Maybe. But so we knew we were becoming face, aware. Definitely. Yeah, that's right. Right. Um, you can see all this in earbuds. And we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was we trying a, to remember these same details. We were at a small <laughs> venue that didn't have great recording. So when we moved mm-hmm. to Largo uh, in year five, we started recording everything. And that was almost five mm-hmm. years ago. So then, how much of a fan base did you guys already have from the radio show when you went to the Largo and the podcasting? It, we had we were selling out at the small venue. It was a hundred seat supper mm-hmm. club, and we were selling out there two shows every month. 
So it was, you know, like 200 people every month, and we were turning people away, and it was great. We knew it was time to make the jump to a bigger club. We made the jump to Largo, priced out that audience immediately. Yeah, it, went from, <laughs> it went from a 5 or $10 ticket to a $25 ticket. Yeah. So it was finding a whole new audience. And Largo has that built-in cachet of people right. who would try right. out a new show there until we found our Additionally, our yeah, in the, first, uh, in the third month of being at Largo, we had Nathan Fillion was a guest. And I think Hardwick. Hardwick. Uh, and a couple of other people who like. Some freaks and geeks. Yeah. And which, Dave Foley. Yeah, so we had these comedy and kind of nerdy sci-fi people, and Fillion tweeted about b- being in the show, uh, and there was a line around the block. Oh, and wow. that audience stuck with us uh, five years later. Uh, we many fil- of them we filled the Joss that hole that they had in their lives yeah. at that point. <laughs> it, was Very post, cool. it was post-Firefly pre-Avengers. Yeah. Right, right. Um, um, yeah, so we kind of found that nerd audience, and then I think the comedy audience found us through like Ackerman and Hardwick right. and people like that. And now you got the comic book deal. Now, which uh, titles are going into comic books? We're about to do Sparks, Nevada, Marshall on Mars, uh-huh. and Beyond Belief as monthly comics at Image. Oh, Sparks is our space western. Beyond Belief is right. sort of a thin man with ghosts. Right. Uh, nice. And they will launch in February and March. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. And you're also, and this is how I can tie this in, you're doing Flash Gordon. We are doing uh, Flash Gordon. Oh, a, we should say about the thrilling comics. Mm-hmm. We, did, we wrote 10-page digital issue zeros. Which oh, are okay. jumping on point origin stories. Yeah. Whether you know the podcast, you know the stage show, or don't know any of it. Are they available now? They are available now via oh, our website, thrillingadventurehour.com. Okay. Nice. They're yeah, cheap cool. each, and if you get them both together, yeah. they're even cheaper. Okay. And they're really uh, they're so great. Good. Like, they're right. beautiful. Um, I can say this because Ben pretty much wrote mm-hmm. them. They're really <laughs> well written. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say this because Blacker drew them. They're very well drawn. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yes. Jay Bone uh, did Sparks, and mm-hmm. Phil Hester did Beyond Belief, and they're oh, just cool. they're beautiful comics. Now, Flash Gordon's going to be a four-issue miniseries, and uh, yes. the reason I found out you guys were writing it is because <laughs> um, for my project with Thrillbent.com with Mark Wade is uh, long ago and far away, Lee Ferguson is the artist, mm-hmm. and he was telling me, he was like, oh, yeah, I've just been, you know, with doing Flash Gordon and this other stuff, you know, so he's a little behind, and I'm looking around, <laughs> like, who's writing Flash Gordon, and it was you guys, and I'm like, all right, this is, I had no idea you guys knew each other, and I started tweeting, I'm like, I can't believe you guys, you know, we all kind of know each other. Yeah. And he was saying, has he given you the story about the Superman comic? No. No. Oh, my gosh. This is insane. Like, uh, one of the reasons he's behind is because um, he was doing a a DC comic. uh, Not a comic, but one of those kids books Mm -hmm. for uh, for DC. It was a Superman one. And my my son has them. They're great. They're like the little kids I can read, you know, Mm -hmm. like the first reader's book, but with Superman and the the superheroes. Superman can totally read. Yeah, Superman can totally read. With great uh, artists like Lee. Yeah, yeah. And they have these these great art, and uh, but it's very simplistic and, you know, um, kid-friendly. But he said... There were so many revisions, like he'd never worked so hard on any book before where they wow. just kept coming back and back. And he was had to redo, redo, no redo. And, and uh, you think for like a kid's book, there would be <laughs> as many uh, revisions. but Because uh, kids are stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> yeah. They may not mind whether Superman's arm is here or, you know, here. Yeah, it doesn't that's crazy. Yeah. But uh but I wanted but to so political. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But we're um you know, we're all big fans of Lee Ferguson. He's a great artist Flash and art. uh, really yeah, he, um happy to have him. We got him uh we did three stories in the Flash Gordon annual that came out a couple of weeks ago, mm. which is a series of stories that are prequels to or prequels. They're they happen before the events of the, right. the Flash Gordon mm-hmm. run and he did one that we we wrote about 
the undersea kingdom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shark princess and right. <laughs> that will come back in our in our run of flash but well that's it, great it's, it's like it. he it, killed it oh yeah awesome. yeah his stuff is great and it's four issues right it's a limited series yes the yes. Uh, the flash gordon did so. feed into the next big crossover event yeah, with the all king's the, watch the king's watch Got it. which oh, i'm very cool. I assume okay. you can say so i think my <laughs> i think my point is too that um tell him to hurry up so uh <laughs> not want him to he's, going, he's going pretty fast in this yeah no yeah, i know he really is yeah. <laughs> he is he's doing the best he can but uh so i'm really excited to um, you know be working with the same artist as you guys are yeah. for a flesh garden so uh i actually for our fans too i'll be letting you guys know not only when flesh garden starts but when uh, long ago and far away starts on uh thrillbent.com it should be in the next couple months it's going to launch it's so, another plug it's another plug uh, <laughs> watch this I like a comic books. That's, that's his show on Bravo. Yeah. Watch what happens. We got the real housewives. Good to talk about the top chef. So is, he just does wraparounds or interstitials. Yeah. That's on Bravo. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna go to Atlanta. See what those housewives are doing. You guys are like a chef testant. Hey Padma. Hey Padma. She's a so pretty. I'll eat all of her food. She's a, like a princess. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. I'm not so. familiar with the character. <laughs> <laughs> you're not familiar with the you create this world that just back off. Yeah. I, I don't know what these guys so, are. That guy yeah. might say that. Etc. So we'll go to um, now DVDs. A lot of stuff's coming out on DVD. But really only one to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's a few. Uh, Guardians right. of the Galaxy uh, finally it? out on DVD. That's weird. It comes out finally. right before Christmas. That's weird. Finally. We've <laughs> yeah. all been waiting. Wait, do you yeah. smell a conspiracy? Yeah. yeah like like this is, is this the first year that this yeah. has happened? Yeah. Why, why this would is the this Chinatownist really? shit yeah. I've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Anyway, also Dolphin Tale 2. Similarly suspicious. After Dolphin Tale 1, but before Dolphin Tale 3. Weird. Yeah, I'm not buying it. You don't believe that this yeah, release is happening? Yeah, am, I, sure. am I correct that Dolphin Tale 2 is Roy Scheider's last role? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes back, yes. he reprises uh-huh. his role. Right, he's Chief Brody. Yeah, Chief yes. Brody, yeah. Uh-huh. We yeah. gotta get this dolphin out of there. But Chief Brody, a dolphin's <laughs> injured. Dolphin's not hurting anyone. So. Some yeah. kids are karate chopping the fences? Yes. And I got a dolphin on my hands? And then he, uh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> And then he flies into a shooting helicopter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) From Blue Thunder. Nice. Um, So, and the next movie is Dead Snow 2, Red versus Dead. Now, we showed a trailer for this at Podfest, and it looks awesome. If you like zombie fighting, Nazi action, it's for you. And communists, presumably. Yeah, yeah. It's the right? defeating the communists, finally, once and for all. Uh, the Nazis, Nazis commies. Or the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the, the, the character's name is Red, and what happens uh, is he survives the first movie. Uh, but then he accidentally, I'm not sure how, um, gets a zombie arm grafted onto his arm. Sure. Which Classic blunder. super strength. <laughs> Classic and, blunder. And uh, he punches zombies and makes them explode because his arm is so super strong. Well, see, that you adds know, because zombies are strong. Well, that yeah. adds up. That makes total yeah. sense to me. I'm sure. on board. Does Dolphin Dale do? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> the dolphin got injured again? Or they no, 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 no. They put another tail on him. Like, <laughs> if, he's, if he's super fast with this wooden tail. Yeah. You know what I wish would happen? Tales. <laughs> Common sequel. Yeah. I, in this room. No, you know what I wish would happen? Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of sexy party. <laughs> We're going to have a swinger party. <laughs> <laughs> Put your keys in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Again with the key part. It's me, Luigi. Oh, both that voice and that line have never been grosser. Put your keys in a bowl. Oh. All right, guys. Uh, ha- I wish, like the universal horror cycle, that every horror movie that has come out in the past like 30 years would team up with some comedy movie. Yes. Like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Key and Peele meet. Key and Peele meet Shaun of the Dead. I guess yeah. they already did that. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Key and Peele meet Freddy Krueger. Saw. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> they did that. <laughs> they did that on the show. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, you know what? It seems to be happening. I, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> It's already going on. <laughs> uh, you know what? Then double it. Yeah. <laughs> double it. Double the trouble. What is Frank? Frank is a movie that has uh, Michael Fassbender as a uh, Now, is he a, a Statham? Is he a, <laughs> yeah, he is a Statham. Is he but he has a, uh, a paper mache head on for most oh, of this right. film. You know what? So this Spike Jones video is a movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it happened. should have been as long as a video. This uh, It didn't... Uh, it didn't really go as far as it should have. But this movie was one of those like movies that thinks it's smarter than it really is. That kind of like I hate uh, it when look, movies like think like stuff. you know like, like thinking yeah yeah like it was like oh it's a cool indie movie. I'm like mm, right. no it's no a you just, it's a great Levi's commercial and, yeah <laughs> yeah everyone has mental illness problems and it has a couple cool moments of like. Uh, like what you do to be an artist and the type of delusion you actually go through as an artist. That I think did we've you see Lewin Davis last year? Uh, I did. I yeah. loved that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was some like inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, yeah. That and was this good. this had uh, was more on the. Uh, it's about being an artist. And and this had what more of like what happens if you're mentally ill? You're an artist and untalented. This is kind of that combination oh, okay. of, uh, but it's uh, <laughs> oh that old song. But you know, it's a, a feel good. It's like another zombie so, arm showing yeah, yeah. on. It's another zombie arm movie. It's another Dolphin Tale too. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't recommend this, but the movie was not that good. So I wanted so to like it more than the anything. director uh, has something in common with his subject matter. <laughs> Perhaps, <indeed. laughs> that's what you're saying. Yes. Uh, cavalry. It's known we know. Oh, no, this, is, uh, this is a movie that uh, Neil really liked, and I know you really liked. Yeah, too. Brendan Gleeson, Chris O'Dowd. Um, they're great. It, yeah. they're, they're, it's awesome. Uh, Brendan Gleeson plays a, a Catholic priest in a small town in Ireland and has to go through all this stuff, and it's really. It's awesome. The acting is really great. Um, they show surfers in the background surfing in Ireland. Like, I feel like the director... That's all it takes for you. That's, I was like, I'm in. Surfboard, I'm on it. Can but not I, everyone get into the theater? <laughs> great. I'll sit in the front. <laughs> so uh, I think the director, John Michael uh, McDonough, really made an effort to kind of show Ireland in some different ways. Hmm. Like, not everyone's so on board. There's a lot of people not happy with the Catholic Church um, and everything that's going on. It deals with some race relations. And he just wanted to say, like, I know everyone's view of Ireland is basically just like a Guinness ad or a Lucky Charms commercial (laughs) or whatever, but it's a little different than that, you know? So he's trying to find him. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, I did it intentionally and pause. One oh. of you three idiots was going to do a stupid voice. And I was hoping, you, and, and you did not let me down. Thank you so much. Oh, for the record, can we say who did that one? That yeah, was the, one of us two idiots. That yeah, would be it was a, me. Yeah. Chris Mancini was the idiot on that one. Oh, uh, no. What? Oh, my God. It's not even... It doesn't. I think you're drunk on your Bulvanian accent victory, <laughs> your accent of a fake country that now you just have been emboldened with just any voice. I think I'm doing it to make fun of him. So like, yeah. I, 
and you've opted out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Blacker opted out. So out. He, yeah. uh, he said out, and then oh. this is sort of in my wheelhouse. Um, there's no internal logic to this character. There's no, that's the beauty of the dumb accent. You <laughs> just... <laughs> the, cur- the curse of. Yeah. The son of the curse of the dumb accent. Uh, meets Key and Peele. Yeah, yeah. Uh, key. Right. right, where the Saw guy teams up with uh, one of the Wilson yeah. brothers. That's a reference guy. from a thing. <laughs> with Jim Carrey. Yeah, sure, and they do yeah. that thing from that one stuff. Uh, <laughs> I love that one. Oh, it's great. And then they have a dance-off. They do have a dance-off. But then Cal- the abortion. Then the abortion. <laughs> and then some callbacks. <laughs> so Pardo left. Nice. Nice, <laughs> nice. So, yes. Calvary, I recommend seeing it. <laughs> it. It had a limited release. It was just like in art houses, and I would definitely get this film. Oh, great. And premiering this week is, Well, you know, uh, we haven't... Do we want to... You know what? Shut we, up. <laughs> do we want to do that? We didn't really do that. Well, we could do that next or after match? the uh, premiering yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from, Jim, from the, the JV Club? <laughs> or do, um, we, do we end with the Leonard Malton game? I'm unclear. <laughs> <laughs> Go pick some name tags, guys, from Chris's backyard. <laughs> I feel like All everything right. here could almost have a name tag. On it. <laughs> it could. That's All right, you true. know what? Let's do let's let's do this next and then do fan. We're going to okay. do the new section of the thing. All right. So premiering this week is uh, I think this is like a new thing now an oh. epic Bible movie right before Christmas. I can't believe this um, is, this exists. Exodus. They just when I saw the ad, I could not believe this is real. Yeah. This just, is just, you know you know what the pitch was. Just just make it a Christiany gladiator. Isn't this the Ark? <laughs> Didn't this the Ark thing? Didn't this movie come out a year ago? Did the, the Ark movie right? with what's Noah? This? Yeah, no, it's yeah. yes, boom, right. They well, just that guy with the Ark. Yeah, the Ark. when you say an Ark movie, I'm like, Raiders. <laughs> yeah. No, not the good Ark one, but <laughs> basically Noah was just, this, it was Gladiators meets whatever. You know what I mean? And this is more the Bible. The, the, meets, yeah, the Bible <laughs> meets, meets the flood. Yeah, Bible meets the blood, the thing. And then well, there's in, like Watchers. There I will was say like, this. In Noah, the water came in. Yeah. In Exodus, it goes it's the other going. way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. like, Here's the twist. Oh, boy. <laughs> The water's calling from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Who, are, is there a movie star in this movie? Yes. <sighs> Who made pull, this movie? Pull it up. It's actually, you know, it's, what happens is with these movies is, you know, the big, they're trying to recapture like those times of like the big yeah. biblical epics and put like it's a bunch Joel of Joel Edgerton and Christian Bale. But it's just like, and those are two actors I very like, I very much mm-hmm. like. I, I don't want to see them in this. I don't want to see them doing this. I don't give a shit. Is this like a Michael Bay exodus? Uh, Ridley Scott. Oh, poor Ridley Scott. He (laughs) used to be so good. Yeah, it's one of those things where you just go, all right, you know, we all remember Prometheus. You know what I'll, um, <laughs> you don't make me happier. Uh, pull up, when does the new Mad Max movie come out? <laughs> this is big push. Get downcast in the new Mad Max. I, I'll everybody. tell you, if it, and I wasn't sure <laughs> about it until I saw this. That trailer is like mesmerizing. Mad the Max? New, the new Mad Max trailer. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, an apocalyptic story. Yeah. So th- th- did they reboot? Is that what that is? Or is it... It's a reboot, but with the same director. George and, Miller. Uh, yeah, and also it's got Charlize Theron. I think she's miss- She's bald and missing an arm. Like something. Cool. It's got crazy stuff in Very it. Very specific fetish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, in, you know, uh, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> so... Uh, 
Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, top that five. Zoe Kravitz? Is this Lenny Kravitz's daughter? It sure yes. is. All right. Mm-hmm. Zoe Isabella Kravitz, the daughter of Len- Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet. So you know she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like, they said, they sat down and went, do you want to have a supermodel movie star? Here you go. It's the post-apocalypse. Yeah. Who can we get? <laughs> so they got her. So, and next is Chris Rock's film Top Five. Um, it's his comedy. I love the press around it. Like, I love all the interviews. There's a ton of press around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every interview he does is so much more compelling than uh, you know in your bones that the movie is. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's the kind of, it's, I I look at the trailer for this. Clearly a vanity project. Is it a narrative film? It is a narrative film, yes. He plays a funny man. It, I right. feel like it's the it's when I saw the trailer for the show wife kind of thing. The, the Adam Sandler comedian movie that came out. I was just thinking of that, like you, funny people. Yeah, funny yeah. people. And you went, oh, this could be. Yeah. And it starts, and you're like, eh, and then it just kind of. I, I I'm I'm worried that that's what this is going to be. What was the movie where someone was a John Stewart and then became president? Was it Robin Williams? Robin was, Williams was yeah. Like there's these the the conceit of movies where people are real funny comedians in the movies. Where like that's they just never they just don't do anything funny in the movie like they never right. have to bear it out like it's always <laughs> Mr. Saturday Night never, yeah remember that <laughs> yeah well I have living room balls so. yeah <laughs> you know I, so I don't know I mean this movie could be good uh, we're not sure I'm not we'll sure see. I'm 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 hesitant if it is good it's got a pretty good cast. We'll apologize to Chris Rock. We will. No, yeah. I, my my thinking is if it is good, it'll be be. If I'm if I'm surprised that it's good, it'll mainly be because the trailer wasn't wasn't cut correctly. Hmm. Like I feel hmm. like the trailer is not which happens all the time. Yes, yeah. so I, that's what trailers. Also, do. the opposite happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Where the trailer um, editor should be the one getting the award yes. for tricking people into seeing a do horrible I, film. Do you want to name some names? Uh, the new Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, great trailer. We've both seen it, and <laughs> well, trailers. A, a, a bunch of fans. Okay, so let's. All right. Well, let's we'll go into the Do you Star want to Wars trailer. A second episode? Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> Star Wars special. Um, yeah. Inherent Vice. I really want to see this. This, this is lo- the PT Anderson mm-hmm. joint. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. All right. I I, I you're to not a huge PT. I'm not a huge PT Anderson fan. I am not either. I think he makes um, great movies cunningly hidden inside 300 minutes. There was I worked with an editor <laughs> in 1999 named Cheech. And he would get Oscar screeners, and he would digitize them, and he would re-edit them and send them back and say, this is how your movie should have been edited. If you want, I'm Cheech and his phone number. And he turned Magnolia into an hour 35. Oh, perfect. Wow. Wow. Now that's a cut I would like to see. Uh, But I I really think the thing about I have with P.T. Anderson is I think he is a great director of scenes. I think scenes and actors, he's He's an amazing director. Uh, But as far as like a whole movie goes, it, it never... Uh, comes together for me but you ben blacker you saw this i did not see it i talked to a friend of ours who did see it who is a huge fan of pt anderson uh who said it is a difficult film it is a ponderous film uh he's adapting a novel Mm -hmm. right which is a difficult novel uh and it so it is true to the novel in that it is uh Hard to follow and doesn't really go anywhere. Mm. Okay. Now you said earlier. Did you have you guys seen more footage of the new Star Wars movie? We've seen the whole thing. Have you for real? No, of course not. That would have been really fun. Yeah, but we've seen it and we'd like to talk about it on this podcast. (laughs) We signed disclosure agreements. 
Yeah, yeah. When it's because uh, it's always you know first time guest. Who knows what they say? <laughs> yeah. No, I told you we crammed to see movies. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't tell you one was Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bunch of fans were like, "How come you guys didn't talk about the trailer on yeah, last week's yeah. episode?" So here we go. Oh, that's right. That's I forgot we got those tweets All right, too. So what, you okay, about? what did you guys think of the trailer? And it's good there's, as a trailer. It's good. Keep yeah, in mind, there's three of them. There's literally three oh, trailers. I've only seen one because I was like, I don't want to watch anymore. I was I shouldn't have watched this one. Because I really wanted to see the trailer for the first time on the big screen, hear that music, mm-hmm. and, right. and lose mm-hmm. my shit. Mm-hmm. I, we, the first, those prequels were so bad. Well, no argument. Go ahead. Right. Right? So, like... They aren't Star Wars movies. There's only been three Star Wars movies. Right. <laughs> there was a handful of educational videos about <laughs> interstellar trade uh, tariffs. Sure. That, oh, space Asians. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That uh, college students on Naboo watch <laughs> right. as part of their curriculum. But go ahead. Yeah, learning about saying, like, you have to manage your expectations, right? Of right. course. Sure. And, I, and like, J.J. Abrams, we are not Star Trek people, um, but that first movie was fine. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like this movie will be fine. I feel like he knows, he's a Star Wars kid, right? Mm -hmm. So he knows the beats that we all as Star Wars kids want to see. And that's, Mm -hmm. I feel like, what we get from that trailer too. Um, And that kid from Attack the Block was great in Attack the Block. Yeah, it's a good cast, um, which like nobody said that about the first three movies. No. No, Um, And I feel like this first one we're all going to see because we really want to see the second one, which Ryan Johnson's doing. Yeah. Right. Is he doing the second one or is he doing one of the... I think he's writing spin-off. two and three and right. then he's directing the second one. Well, I think uh, yeah, also, too, I wonder... They pull me back in. I think it's going to be huge. I think this, obviously, this movie is going to be huge. I'm really excited going about it. There. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be excited about it. But I wonder, too, like, remember when the... Uh, um, the Star Wars re-releases came out with the added footage and mm-hmm. the new effects, and there was, like, literally lines, mm-hmm. you know, across, around the blocks yeah. for, for film. I wonder if... This is going to happen again where we actually see lines again at movie theaters. You will. Just to get you it. absolutely sure. will. Yeah. They've already announced the release date. It's like December 18th or something like yeah. that. They're selling tickets that's already. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's Thor's good. In it. I mean, yeah. that, that is exciting. Like, that's yeah. cool. That brings me back to and my childhood. The leaking the of the photos of the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and then this trailer. I, oh, the quote leaking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, by the publicist? They're really savvy about it. <laughs> they're very savvy. Yeah, yeah. And I think... I think it'll be kind of like the Star Trek reboot. Now, I'm, I'm a big Star Trek guy that um, that J.J. Uh, Abrams did, mm-hmm. which is they he'll capture so much of it. Because here, here's my the two Star Trek, and I know Chris and I are kind of similar on this. I loved it, and then the second one, I was like, okay, you got to do more. Mm-hmm. I felt like the second one was just sort of like same old bag of tricks, and he didn't go deeper into the characters. So I, I feel like, especially after those educational videos that came out <laughs> um, – that it's gonna it's the slam dunk for him like the what yeah. Yeah. he will how he would have to fuck up so hard yes. for oh, us yeah. to no. hate it you, now i like I, those those prequels like it would have been easier to make them good yeah you know? yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like you only had to make them mediocre for them to be Great. hugely yeah. and Absolutely. wide widely um accepted <laughs> and also you know to do fantastic so all you had to do oh, just mediocre that's all you had to be yeah. nowhere near so, but I actually disagree. I think the um, the new Star Wars movie is not going to be like the Star Trek one because I think with the Star Trek movie, J.J. Uh, Abrams kind of put his own spin on it and, you know, he fucked with the timeline mm-hmm. like and really changed kind of the universe a little bit. I think this is going to be a dedicated 
um, continuation of specific canon mm-hmm. and timeline. And I don't think there's going to be like this crazy like twist and changing the history no. and all that well, stuff. Well, yeah, well, obviously, that, with the two different things, yeah. Star Trek yeah. was a reboot, right? And this is this is a remix right. sequel. A remix. And, 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 is that what you said? <laughs> that's good and bad. Dance party, though, right? Yeah. Like uh-huh. being beholden to this storyline that's said is a good right. thing and a bad thing. Like it gives him parameters to play in, which I think for him is a very good thing. I agree. Are they tie I agree. it into the first three? Like, Great are, question. Are Metachlorians going to be? Science? Well, the other thing too is uh, with with Disney. Um, you know, there's also rumors that it'll like um, tie into you know the um, theme cartoon. Parts. Yeah, the, I'll definitely go theme parts. It should tie into Guardians of the Galaxy. The, uh, that would but, be great. But Star Wars Rebels, like it'll like right. there's new characters oh, right, there, right. and that uh-huh. might cross over into Which the film. Which they'd be you know? smart to do. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. To make have this, a world plan. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see. Um, all right. Fan feedback. Fan feedback. Um, this one. This. How is, are we doing, you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Send your feedback. Wow, we're doing another extra long episode. I know. Huh? Well, we get into it. All right. There are, um, there are a lot of this them. This is what, one of my favorite <laughs> tweets I got. Was um, this is from Mutant Food Stamp? Okay. Uh, it said, uh, "Wow, Asylum. What a mess of a film." But I must admit, I had a smile on my face the entire movie. <laughs> that was a tweet. Hashtag work it. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, guys! The the asylum saga just keeps going, keeps going, and we are working on trying to get that movie. We are. We're gonna movie. we're gonna actually uh, work on getting it made properly this time. And uh, also, it's it's funny now. The comedy fans are finally starting to discover it a little bit. So there's discussions on the mm-hmm. IMDb message boards, like guys, if you don't get it, this is what it's supposed to be. Because like we said, it never got rebranded as a comedy. So it's um, all the horror fans are still pretty angry <laughs> on the IMDb. Uh, website and uh so like i said if you're a fan and you want to jump into the conversation or write a review and say this is actually what it is that's great on imdb thank you yeah we're gonna start doing this fan feedback i know we've just sort of read stuff from you guys just here and there we're gonna make that a segment in every every episode so uh we'll read a tweet or an email or something from the message boards or a post on the facebook fan page so oh and yeah because we had a good one on the message boards too let me just mention this from kid d brock i won't read the whole thing but the last one part really made me laugh um this is about the kevin avery podcast all right i have to check out that denzel podcast it sounds great although the lower half of the alphabet is going to be trouble out of time unstoppable virtuosity (laughs) (laughs) well it was funny from that episode uh that Kevin Avery talked about. They do this podcast about Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. him, him and W. Camo Bell, and he talked about the glory tear because he'll, he'll just cry <laughs> one. And it, he goes, it comes around like Haley's Comet once in a blue moon. <laughs> yeah. So then a fan put on... Uh, created a graphic. Created a graphic that had the glory tear and put that on Twitter. I, really I love that awesome. shit. Um, and put that on Facebook as well. All right. Um, Part two of this podcast is about to begin. Here we go. Now <laughs> buckle up. All right. Batman versus Superman. What do you think about that? Um, all right. This is another. Yeah, we're giving you guys a lot of a lot of stuff. stuff a lot of episodes. This is a long one, man. It is. We're getting into it. Yeah. yeah. If, if that editor, if Cheech wants to cut this down to yeah, an hour, yeah. I totally understand. <laughs> we're going to release the director's cut of this episode. <laughs> uh, extended director's cut. Uh, well, that's our episode. So, uh, gentlemen... Where can people find you online, your podcast, any live dates coming up? Yes, all of those. Um, <laughs> go to thrillingadventurehour.com to find out um, about live shows. We are uh, wrapping up the live shows in April of 2015, and they are sold out, but we are adding shows all the time. 
And the best way to find out about the shows we are adding is to get on our mailing list, which you can do via our website. Also on our website, you can pick up the digital comics that we mentioned earlier, which are great jumping on point for new listeners or readers. You can buy, you know, T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, and uh, the podcast is available via the Nerdist Network and on iTunes. Thrilling Adventure Hour. We are Ben Acker on Twitter. And at Ben Blacker, as well as at Thrilling ADV for all of the Thrilling Adventure uh, Hour information. Now, are you taking a break from live shows? Is that what you guys are doing? We're looking to evolve uh, what the Thrilling Adventure Hour is and bring it to other media. Oh, eyebrow raise. So cyborgs. Oh, so. (laughs) You might not know what media means. (laughs) It's a little teaser. Yeah. Oh, you guys are serious of oil. Okay, okay. This makes perfect sense in this digital area. This is great. Thrilling adventure massage oil. Massage oil. Okay, I like scented, it. Uh, mm-hmm. Scented candles. Scented candles. Thrilling sure. adventure hour. Scented Themed. candles. You yeah. want a Paul Tonkin scented candle? Will you oh, come yeah. to us. <laughs> those would we would sell a shit ton of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have all Paul's candle rights. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He signed some shit. Tied up. Tied up. You get a couple of those scented. Get a couple of beers in that guy. He'll sign anything. Do you know what a mustache smells like? Thank you for having us, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Can't really wait. Thank you guys were awesome. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait for the scented candles. No. I can't wait for this podcast. I can't start. wait for you guys to leave. Like, <laughs> no, what the fuck? This is like I'm stuck in coach again. Do <laughs> oh, you guys wanna you guys need a place to stay? We're not gonna fund to your space. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for doing the show. This is an absolute pleasure. blast. Um, and um, Do you have we- any plugs? Of course, we're yeah. holy shit. Are you kidding? We've me? got Oklahoma City on Thursday. Oklahoma City Thursday night, guys. Too soon. Uh, too soon. It's too soon to plug Oklahoma City. Yeah, we'll be doing two shows December 11th. Don't fuck with the soundboard. Stop moving, Ben. Just trying to untangle myself. I can't have you move anymore. Um, so we're going to have to untangle uh, Ben. And, or just leave him. Or just leave him. <laughs> yeah, we'll just stun gun him. It's the soundboard. It's <laughs> 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 so yeah thursday december 11th guys in oklahoma city doing two shows one show of stand-up one of comedy film nerds live where we're going to be showing trailers uh and all kind of fun stuff and uh, check that out also um i will be uh headlining new year's eve um at skyline comedy cafe in beautiful appleton wisconsin we're doing two shows and then i'll be headlining the downtown zanies in chicago january two through four and uh the improv at uh harvey's hotel and casino in beautiful south lake tahoe january 28th through february one wow you actually have everything memorized yeah That's how'd amazing. you do that i have a though. fucking crazy brain <laughs> um so check out all those and uh, i'm gonna be in vegas in february too so go to grandmelwood.com for all my tour dates and of course comedyfilmers.com calendar right. as well and i have fantasy springs casino for the improv coming up over uh, martin luther king weekend uh next in january and um unlike graham i don't even remember the dates (laughs) (laughs) congratulations what do we say at that point uh is that is that this Uh, one yeah yeah Uh, god bless us all of us 13 and 14 yeah Yeah. i'll be in vegas uh february 17th through 22 so uh all right sounds right that's good (laughs) that's good um that's it guys we're done. The, like the, yeah. <laughs> this Merry is, Christmas. Yeah. We want to yeah. thank uh, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker for coming by the first time. Uh, we, uh, we really enjoyed having you guys. A lot of great discussions. Good stuff. Good stuff. And guys, of course, 
Like us on the the Facebook and the Twitter. We reached four thousand Facebook likes. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Let's that get was, to five. Let's get to five thousand. Quit <laughs> fucking around. Can yeah. you assholes do anything right? That was cool, but you know what's cooler? You know yeah. what's cooler? Five, five yeah. thousand. How about ten? Yeah. Maybe stop slacking. And you guys do a little more work. <laughs> We're really abusive parents. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the program. My name is Graham Hill. and I'm Chris Mancini. As always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. Start